0: over children, teens too, anybody going back to school, and that's homeschool or, you know, public school or Christian school, whatever school, um, and even adults, we can, we'll be praying over you, but special focus on kids uh, this morning, and so Kathy's going to share a few words here, and then we'll have prayer, and Gus, could you come up and get, be ready too?
1: Um, so, there you yeah. go okay. yeah. so I'll tell you there is um, some verses in this word of God that are so special to me and I'm going to try to keep it together here because <laughs> <laughs> oh God he was here this morning I don't know if everybody noticed but um He's always with us. He's always with us. He never will leave us. If Jesus is in our heart, his Holy Spirit is there if you've asked him in. And he will help you with everything. I know if I had known that way back when, when I was going to school as a young child. I mean, I knew it because I went to church. I went to Sunday school. My mom taught us all this stuff. But for some reason, I don't, I don't ever remember thinking in school when I was going through something hard. I don't ever remember calling out and saying, God, help me. But you can do that. He's always there, and he will always help you no matter what is going on. So this is, I want to read you Psalm 139, and I'm sure many of you know this so well. Oh, Lord, you have searched me, and you know me, You know when I sit, when I rise. He knows when we're in school, when we're making new friends, when we're going through hard stuff. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out, my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it. You know it completely, Lord. You hem me in, behind and before You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge. It's too wonderful for me. It's too lofty to attain. How can we understand that even? That's too amazing, really. He says, wherever you go, wherever you go, verse 10, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Skipping to 13, you created my inmost being. He made each one of you a masterpiece. He knit us together in our mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. There's no children out there that should be able to say, you're nothing or or cutting you down or bullying you because you are God's masterpiece. I mean, you are you are his. He's got your back. You can be bold and stout-hearted. If I had been that way, I was so shy as a child. I had a hard time in school. I love school because I had a few really good friends, but I was so painfully shy that it was hard for me to make new friends. You don't have to be that way. you You can be the one that goes to that child that's all alone and say, Will you be my friend? And you can take them by the hand and say, let's let's do this together or I'll help you. You can be that child. Instead of being so shy and shrinking from every different thing, God said he makes us bold. He makes us stout-hearted. In Psalm 138, he says, when I called you, when I called you, you answered me. So the psalmist is saying, I called out to you, God, and you answered me. You made me bold and stout-hearted. The Lord, he will fulfill his purpose for every single one of you kids. He will. He will. You just have to know it. You have to know he's there to help you and that you can call out to him all the time. Just not when you're in trouble, when you're having fun. Thank you, God. Thank you for this fun, fun day. So just always know, be very aware that God is there and he is with you. He is with you at all times. So that's what we want to do now. We just want to pray for each and every child that um, that he will help you in every situation. He'll protect you. He's there. He's there to love you and guide you. He knows you inside and out so you don't have to put on any pretenses with him because he knows you already completely and totally. In fact, it, this goes on to say how God's thoughts for you are more than the grains of sand. Think about that. How do we even wrap our head around that? You know how many grains of sand there are in this world? He says he, that's what his thoughts are for us. He says, how precious to me, the psalmist says this, how precious to me are your thoughts oh god amen. how vast is the sum of them were i to count them they would outnumber the grains of sand Amen.
0: amen. so amen we need to trust That's god
1: right. children in everything That's so we're right. gonna put pray a blessing on you today
0: okay so this is how we're gonna do it we'll have everybody stand and children will have you stay where you are And we'll have your parents lay hands on you. If grandparents want to come around, that's fine. Or anybody else, if there's a child that you just feel prompted to lay hands on, you just move around the congregation. Be free to move around here. We'll give you just a moment. And then we're going to have a school teacher lead us in prayer. That's Gus, Brother Gus. Okay, has everybody moved around where you want to be here? Is there anybody that's going to school, adult too, that doesn't have hands laid on them yet? Raise your hand, we'll make sure. Okay, Gus is going to lead us in prayer now.
2: schools, for our teachers, but most of all, we thank you, Lord, for, your st- for our students. And Lord, most of all, we just ask for a spirit of discernment that those kids would recognize light from darkness, yes. good from evil, yes. that they wouldn't be a light in the darkness.
3: Yes.
2: And so, Lord, we just ask for open ears to hear hearts to learn, that their minds would be open. We just bind every spirit of darkness that would come against them and interfere with their learning. We bind that spirit right now in Jesus' name. Yes, we do. We plead the blood of Jesus. Yes, we do. Supernatural protection over Yes, protection. Protection. Father, that the angel, their guardian angel would stand beside them. Yes. Day and night, at all times. We just ask, Lord, that you protect them from anything that comes over that internet. Father, that they would have discernment to recognize what is of you and what
0: is not. That's right. Yes.
2: Father, we just thank you for your hand over these
0: kids. Yes, yes we do.
2: That precious, mighty blood of Jesus. Yes, we do. And they would, and Lord, that they would remember that they are child children of the king yes. they yes. are a child of God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise thank, you, thank
0: you for that. Jesus, amen. And everyone in agreement said amen. 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 Hallelujah. And we will release the kids now. And you can greet each other and then have a seat. We'll begin with some announcements here. As... Parents are bringing kids to class and stuff here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. We'll just start with the, the building fund report. It's uh, getting really close. We have the projects of a Highway Sign to proclaim Jesus and our services to passers by on Highway 71 one of the projects, and then the other is some actual finishing, but then restoration, some restoration of older parts of the building. And uh, the total is 35,000. I believe we began uh, raising the funds for this like in December or so. And uh, now $33,410.85 have come in, so there's just, as you can see, and uh, so it's just a great opportunity for planting seeds there. Um, Proverbs 11, 24, 25. One person gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, becomes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And so That's the the truth of the word, and uh, the giving has been so good, so great. So we're thankful for that, and I think most of you know that we don't pass a plate, but there are boxes on the back of the sanctuary for placing of tithes and offerings. If it is an offering, if you could use one of the envelopes and just mark what it is, like if it's for the building fund, then we'll know that helps. Uh, Just a note, there is not a fellowship meal today after the service, but there will be lots of fellowship after the service, even without the meal. And we do, today we want to express our sympathies to Andrew, Erholz, Sarah and their family, and Andrew's father, Keith, passing away early Friday morning so we do extend our sympathies to to them and also we think of Andrew's uh brother Leif and sister Allie and their families and and also Keith's wife Linda so we thankful for a church family that can surround each other in times like this to bring comfort and peace um, for all of them. Um, just going over a few announcements very briefly. You can see them up there. We Actually there's pre-worship service classes at 9.30 for all ages. And then there's also things going on on Wednesdays. Pastor Dean has a few things he's gonna share with us about a class on Sunday morning and Wednesday night, so we'll let you do that.
3: <clears throat> We're starting an uh, emphasis in our healing class on healing through intimate fellowship in the body of Christ, and just how the life of God within each of us can work to bring healing and uh, development within one another, and so learning some of the attitudes that we can have to help us to be givers but also to be receivers and in that union God does work healing miracles and deliverance miracles within our personal life so I encourage you to uh, seek that out and uh, join with us on Wednesdays we're going to do a four week uh, study on the book of James and they're going to take four themes from the book of James and uh, they're not so they won't be like a You can come one time and it'll be a standalone session. But starting at 6.30 and looking forward to getting into the Word of God together. There's also, uh, for that, for the Wednesday evening uh, study, there's outline on the counter that looks into the office there. So you can kind of be prepared if you'd like. So I encourage you to come and just uh, seek the Lord together.
0: And so that's this Wednesday, and then um, you know these announcements you can see on Facebook on our Facebook page. Also, we can send you email if you don't receive that and you'd like to get us your email, and we'll get that to you as well. There's a Revive Minnesota slash Headwaters meeting coming up a week from this Saturday. Yeah, is that right? No, it's this Saturday from two to seven at the First Assemblies of God Church in Nymore. it's this Saturday, September 8. Time really flies, doesn't it? But uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna flow out from the meetings that were there before, and they'll be gathering at the First Assembly Church in Nymore at two o'clock for worship and training, and then going out into the community, just like we did when um, we had the focus this summer. So, reminder for that. Then also, just looking ahead, Ronnie and Carol Schlimmer will be with us on Sunday, September 16. Praise God. Well, this morning we're focusing on a message that we could title Radiating God's Love and you can see the summary there, it's when we're living in close fellowship with God and the body of Christ on the earth, we will be continuously filled with God's spirit and we'll be radiating God's unconditional love to the people in our surroundings. And there's a couple of scriptures that talk about that flow with this, I believe. Philippians 1, 9, my prayer for you is that you will overflow more and more with the love for others. And at the same time, keep on growing in spiritual knowledge and insight. And may you always be doing those good things that show you are a child of God. For this will bring much praise and glory to God. And then First Peter 2.9. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And we have uh, um, Suvin Tassel's uh, artistry that we have in the foyer there, the Minnesota Radiant uh, picture, and we have the picture of it here on the screen, uh, just showing a radiating out throughout the whole state, and that's radiating God's power, God's love and let's see, looking at the second picture, it shows those circles radiating out and actually it starts there, right where we are. Tin Strike is actually on that map. I don't know if you can see it from out there, but but it's from wherever we live, you know. And going out, radiating God's love. Um, the summer we did have that focus of Revive Minnesota uh, slash Headwaters, many of us were involved in different levels with that endeavor. But the idea of that series of meetings was that it would not be a flash in the pan happening, but rather something that would initiate change in our lives, that would impact us and our lifestyles as believers. And part of that change being a heightened awareness of sharing God's love with the people around us. And we as believers are to be sensitive to doing this by having our spiritual antennas fully extended wherever we are among people. Um, And we can live our lives with an awareness that our Lord desires to have his love flow through us to these people. And we can have an increased sensitivity to minister God's love to people who come across our pathway in normal everyday life. And really, one of the first circles of people that this radiating love affects is a circle of our family. So it's radiating God's love in our families. And we just had a prayer time for our children and some adults also that will revert, return to school. Um, this is a time of new, new things. It's a time of new challenges. It can be stressful. Uh, There's the next grade going into, there's new teachers, some new classmates, new classrooms, sometimes even new school school buildings. But the question is, what can help children, and all of us, for that matter, through times of experiencing new things which often bring us stress? Well, this radiating love that we're talking about makes all the difference. And when a child knows that they are loved unconditionally, say that word, unconditionally by God, stress and the fear that so often comes with it is taken care of. And we as parents, grandparents, church family are the ones who can help them to know this. Unconditional, Merriam-Webster dictionary, it says, not limited in any way. God's love toward you is not limited in any way. Complete and absolute. Conditional, which isn't what God's love is, but conditional, if it was, it would be showing or used to show that something is true or happens only if something else is true or happens. Like if I always do it right, or if I'm good enough, or these kind of things. But something for us to always remember and to teach our kids, God's love is unconditional. Let's say that. God's love is unconditional. Now this is something to note. This is the kind of love that God, our Heavenly Father, has commanded us to have. Toward one another as well. Unconditional love. I'll love you if. That's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. A support system for developing faith in God's unconditional love. That's what we're looking at, brothers and sisters. Assurance of this kind of love can come through a child's believing parents' Grandparents, it also comes through their church family and other believing people who have input into their lives. And these people can become a support system that will help a child to develop an inner assurance and confidence that even when they make mistakes or things do not go well, they are still loved. And when love radiates to them through the people in their home children will know that they have a place where they can return to and receive comfort and affirmation and encouragement when they've had a rough day at school or wherever it is. A child's soul becomes anchored in the love of God through what they hear and experience in their home and in church life. that so stuck out to be that song that we had this morning, your love is an anchor, your love is an anchor. I didn't tell Julie what the subject was today, the Holy Spirit gave that to her as she picked out that song, it happened so often. Oh what special praise and worship this morning in the practice, I get so uplifted in the practice was that way too. A child's soul becomes anchored in the love of God through what they hear and experience in their home and in the church life. It makes a huge difference. To anchor means to secure firmly, like a post anchored in cement. And from this foundation of knowing and experiencing love and security, they can be challenged to grow and do better in the future. This foundation assures that there will not be condemnation and it opens the door for loving direction and sometimes correction as well. Without that love, they aren't going to open up to learn. They'll close. They'll close up. I'm going to share a couple of experiences from my childhood here that some have heard probably already, but others not, and but I just thought of them. Uh, because in my experience, my dad and mom, there was that unconditional love that I sensed from them. And I remember when I was going into the second grade, we moved from Davis, South Dakota to Edgerton. Minnesota, everything was new. Everything was new, not just the school, but everything. And it, it, was, it was tough. My teacher in second grade was Mrs. Palazik. And I remember something that happened, a tough day for Stephen. And uh, it was where we were learning to read, and I was behind where this class was in reading. I hadn't, I guess, learned phonics. That's what I was told or whatever. And this, we were supposed to read a sentence. If we read the sentence right without getting a word wrong, then we had a chart up on the wall. It was like a racetrack. And the car, we each had a car, our own car. And uh, my car, of course, had Stephen on it. And if, you're, if you got the sentence right and you read before the class, you got it right, your car would move ahead one block. And was, the idea was to see who could get her on the block first. But if you got one wrong, you not only went back, but you, there was a jail. And I remember reading the word, and I still remember the word. I couldn't get it everywhere. I could not get that word, I didn't read it right, and so I ended up in jail. My car was in the jail. And as soon as lunch break came, I'd, I walked down the hall with the other kids to where they were going to lunch, but I took a right angle right out the door. Because <laughs> my house was only two blocks away. And, uh, You could say I ran home to mama. Do you you remember that? She still remember this, too. (laughs) See, I knew where I could go. God's love in my mom to me was an anchor and it was secured and I could go there, follow that anchor rope right there and to dad and I got consolation, I got comfort, and I got challenged. But I couldn't have received the challenge part. I don't believe in correction, really. You gotta go back to school. Because I told Mom, I said, I'm never going back to school. I made it real clear. I am never going back to school again. Well, all it took was that lunchtime, and I went back to school before class even started again. I don't think anybody else ever knew. So that's when I was in the second grade. Here's an example when I was in the 11th grade, a junior. I took the ACT test. Anybody ever take an ACT test? You know what that is, college entrance or whatever, just to see if you should go to college, I guess. But anyway, I did not do well on that test, at least in some areas. I must have been quite poor. And, um, the guidance counselor, Mr. I still remember his name, Mr. Stoick, Mr. Stoick, he called me in his office, sat behind his desk, he said, Stephen, you just aren't college material. That's about all he said, and then I left. <laughs> I was an 11th grader, so I didn't run home to mama, but, but I did, well, you know, have you ever had anything like that happen? Maybe not that exactly, but stuff can happen that you just feel like you were cut right down to the carpet, and I felt really bad because I did have thoughts of going to college, and, uh, but I did talk dad and mom after school and once again that affirmation don't worry about an old test don't worry about an old test if god wants you to go to school you'll go to school and you'll do well well making a long story short i did go to school i did go to college (laughs) by god's help i did well and uh but i needed that anchor i needed that anchor of love that was given to me there at home. And at that time, it wasn't just dad and mom when I was in the 11th grade. By that time, I had developed relationships. This was when I was in Volga, South Dakota. And there were folks like the Vanderwalls, Lawrence and Sally, Ralph and Verna you know, it almost makes me emotional when I think of them. <clears throat> Perry Van Hoopen and others that affirmed me as a person. I can still remember Sally Vanderwall coming up to me and saying, you're going to really do well in helping other people. She said that to me. And see, I still remember it. She, I'm sure, does not remember, she hasn't for years, that she ever said that to me, but the impact that it had on me. Church the family, our, our family at home, a church family, influence our lives. They influence our lives. The days, the times when we go through hard things, they're there. They're there just to give us an encouraging word. The days when things really go well, they're there to give us that affirmation. And we need that affirmation too. But they're just there. Oh, the effect of just being there for them. Because a lot of us now, we're on the end, but we still need that affirmation. Comfort. But we are those folks if you think back in your life when you were growing up, look, if you grew up in a church, the believers that were there, certain people stick out to you. And you remember their influence on your life, other believers that you saw on Sundays, and maybe on Wednesdays or whenever it was, or, you know, different times through the week. They might even bring up a little stir of emotion like it did for me just thinking about them how much of an impact they had on your life. Just being there. Just being there for you. And this is what we want to be in our homes and in the church for the kids. For the kids. I got a friend... uh, I don't sure why I got these emotions stirring up in me today, but I got a friend in town in Bemidji, Rob Harmon, and he, it's what he always says. He says, it's for the kids. It's about the kids. And what is? Well, it's the way I am, the way I live my life and really my relationship to God, keeping it strong, it's going to help that next generation, Right? I remember these folks that come to my mind even in this church from the past. A lot of them have gone on to heaven now. But that's what their thought was. What's not about me, it's about others. That's what love does. It's about others. It's not about me. But I do, I remember people from each of the churches that our family was a part of who radiated God's unconditional love to me. I really do. They spoke words of faith and hope and love into my life. And you can think of people that did the same for you, probably. And that's affected who we have become today. And how I live today, how you live today. And that's why we dedicate our children to the Lord and we ask a commitment for not only the natural or biological family from them to be examples and to pray for them and to support them, but we ask it from the whole church family too as well. And here's an example of the promises that we make there when we dedicate a child. This is true for the parents. Do you promise to bring up in the name of the child in the love and nurture of the Lord, will you pray for him or her and teach him or her the word and be godly examples? And then we say to the grandparents and church family, do you promise to pray for him or her and the parents? And will you be loving supporters and encouragers to both? What a huge difference this makes in the life of a child. What a huge difference it makes in any person's life, for that matter, huge. The best thing that I can do for my family is to come to know and experience God's unconditional love for myself. And our relationship with our Heavenly Father is what prepares and equips us to teach our kids. As I love God and his word, his unconditional love will flow from my heart, my life, to the heart of my family and my church family. Not gonna be long today. I'm gonna close here with this scripture which really, I think, brings out a lot of this too and confirms it. Ephesians 3, starting at 16, this is the Amplified Classic. May he grant you, out of the rich treasury of his glory, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power. And this is a prayer, and I pray it over all of us, the kids and adults, all of us, as we read it. And you think of some you can be praying it over those, and by the way, if there were those that weren't here today, uh, we're, we're covering them in prayer too. The kids, I mean, you know, the children that are going back to school. And if you're here and you know someone that isn't here today, you just link into that in prayer for them. Encourage them to listen to this online. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, himself indwelling your inmost, innermost being and personality. And may Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make permanent his permanent home in your hearts may you be rooted deep in the love may you be rooted anchored deep in love and founded securely on love see that's where a kid's security and confidence comes not in their own abilities because they reach a certain they reach a limit no matter how talented they are. But seeing the love of God extended to them through their their parents and other adults in their life, it brings a security and a confidence to be who God called them to be and to be fulfilling the destiny that's before them. And that's for us too that you may, verse 18, that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, that's God's devoted people, the experience of that love. The experience of it. We're not just bumping our gums, we're not just talking and let me tell you, the prayer that we prayed over those kids that guests led us in, that was real. Believe me, it was real what he prayed for each child that we prayed for this morning and each person. That we may be able to experience what is the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth of it. That's his love. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves that's in your life, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. That you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God may have the richest measure of divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. This is a prayer of Paul, and it's for you, Chantel. It's for each one of us, for grace. You know, it's for each one of us today. Here's an important note as we close. We are able to radiate this unconditional love of God to someone else, like we were talking about children or anyone else, when we are currently knowing and experiencing unconditional, God's unconditional love ourselves and his security, the security that's in him. When we're anchored in his love, in him, next week we'll be looking into how we can know and experience this wonderful and amazing love. We'll follow up from here next Sunday. I'm so thankful for the body of Christ. I was telling Dan this morning, I I was just anticipating coming back and being with the church family today. I just wanted to be with you, you know, to praise and worship God together, just to be with the body of Christ. I still remember that on the morning that my dad passed away. I don't know if you're sensing that, Andrew, today, but. Oh, the body of Christ is so precious. I just. Dad died probably about, maybe about the same time your dad did. You know, it was early in the morning. But was it, Tim, three o'clock or so? And got the call about it. And I know, I guess I might have slept somewhere after that. But not maybe not. Tim and Mom were with Dad. I was at home, Trace and I were and I just wanted to be in church that next day. I was scheduled not to be. I was gonna be in Plaza or in Phillips, South Dakota. Pastor Ford from Black Duck had asked if I would speak at his ordination ceremony there and we ended up coming back and wasn't you were going to be here, but I wanted to be here. And the hard times, the good times. Sharing the tears together, sharing the laughter together in the body of Christ. And I had that affirmation that morning. And I know you're experiencing that too, Andrew. So... Thank God for the body of Christ. And we have, and I'm not going to, I'm just going to say, Nadja from Germany, it's good to have you with us here. Brand new, this, this Sunday, a school year, you're going to be here with the Bushes. And uh, it's your birthday today. We heard that. <clears throat> Nadja, N-A. D. Oh. Okay. N A D. J. E. Nadia. Everybody say Nadia. Nadia. Okay. Now let's tell our shore what we do in America. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nadia. Happy birthday to you. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for your unconditional love to us and for our kids and for our families, your unconditional love, this church family, other church families all the church families, Lord, that that love, family kind of a love, would be there. Unconditional. I don't love you if or when this or that or whatever, but the love of God. And so we receive that for ourselves, that you love us that way, Lord. You love us unconditionally so much you loved us that you sent your only begotten son that if we believe in him Jesus we will have everlasting life we're believers, just say this after me I'm a believer say it strong, I'm a believer I believe in Jesus I believe he came to this earth as a baby boy That he grew up. He died for me on the cross. He suffered for me. He took all my sin, took all my sickness, He took all the curse for me. And then he rose from the grave. I'm a believer. Amen. So, hallelujah. If if you have a prayer need, be free to come up for personal prayer. And we do have fellowship, even though there's not a meal and such. Just stay as long as you want to share and pray with one another and uh, affirm one another, lift up one another where needed. Hallelujah. Praise God.